You're listening to Pixels Podcast, a show dedicated to talking about all things gaming, movies, streaming, and more. My name is Pixel Sean, and I am a live streamer looking to turn online content creation into a full-time occupation. I'm sitting down with other content creators to talk about their journey, their struggles, the lessons they've learned along the way, and just to have a good time. If you do want to support this show, you can give this show a rating, and you can also find all my socials in the description below. So grab a cup of coffee, sit back, relax, and enjoy. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Pixels Podcast. We have an action-packed podcast for you today. We're going to be discussing everything that's been releasing from the state of play from PlayStation and also the Nintendo Direct. We're also joined by Karlik once again. Karlik, how are you going? Pretty good. Pretty good. How about yourself? Not too bad at all. So we've got an absolute chonker of an episode today. There are so many announcements, so many games. Um, The future of gaming is looking very bright. It definitely is. There is a lot coming out. And as someone who has a ginormous game collection, uh, I'm kind of pissed because I don't have room. So (laughs) (laughs) it's like, because anyone who knows me knows I love physical copy over digital. Digital has been what I've been getting because I need to save space. But when you're seeing some of the stuff that's coming out, it's like, yeah, I want the oh. physical copy for this. It's it's gonna hurt. It um, it, it's actually almost convinced me to go out and buy a Switch. But we'll get into that when we talk about the uh, the the Nintendo sort of area. But if you are listening to this podcast and the platform does have a rating system, we would very much appreciate a five star rating or a thumbs up or whatever it is. Um, also, share to any friends and all the social links for myself, Patreon, and Carlic will be in the show notes down below. But let's just jump in. All right, let's get straight to it. So do you want to start off with the state of play? Yeah, let's do it. So this uh, what was it, a couple of days ago from when we are recording, but it'll be a week, week and a half, two weeks when this actually goes live. Started off uh, with basically some of the games that we, we pretty much already know about all the games that were announced um, in this state of play, except for a couple. Uh, but it started off with Crash 4 About Time. Are you interested in this game at all? kind of like i'm a big crash fan but i haven't played crash bandicoot for a long time so i for anyone who knows i'm doing a 100 game challenge beating 100 games this year and the crash bandicoot insane trilogy is on my list if i enjoy that as much as i enjoyed the originals then definitely i think it'll be on my list it is just nice to have you know like that nostalgic mascot back in the back in the fray especially in the gaming scene when let's be real we got stuck with mario and sonic and sonic has just led to some a couple of good games and some absolute trash and then probably the worst deviant art art you'll ever see in your life or the best (laughs) i still need to show you some of the shit i've seen it's just it's it's so bad looking forward to it (laughs) Uh, fun, fun little exercise for anyone at home. Go on Google, type in your username, and then write hedgehog <laughs> after it, and see what you get. It's always yeah. hilarious. Uh, uh, yeah. So with this game, um, they were talking about it has 4K capabilities. I don't know who needs to play Crash in 4K, but whatever. It's got 50, uh, 60 FPS, which is great. Obviously, being a platformer, you can be heavily, heavily reliant on timing and stuff. So that's great. Mm. Um, and it also has 3D audio. The thing when I was watching the trailer. Mm. was <laughs> super weird. So they're talking about the adaptive triggers. Yeah. And they go, you know, you can feel the the hook of whoever that character is. And you can feel, you know, the the shot of the DNA gun. And then they talk about, uh, what's the dingo's name? It's the kangaroo dingo mix. Oh, I don't know. I'm forgetting too. 
Yeah. Anyway, they actually went with this thing where it says, you can feel the suck. <laughs> the I'm suck. just like, yeah, like, feel the suck with adaptive triggers. I'm like, are you, f- like, do you know okay. about <laughs> the internet? <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg's going to show up and be like, copyright infringement, let's go. But I'd say out of all... <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> that got me. Uh, of, of all the features, though, that actually kind of have me interested, and this is something I've been thinking about lately because I've been watching a lot of old game reviews, is mm. audio. Everyone's like, oh, visuals are getting so much better. It's like, look, visuals are great, but you go back and listen to like a PS2 game or PS1 game and you're like, damn, the sound is shit. You don't realize how spoiled we were coming into the PS3 and like the PS4 era and even now how good sound is and uh, yeah. how important it is to the experience. Yeah. And if you've ever played the original Crash Bandicoot, you know the soundtracks are amazing. But also, if you've ever heard Billy Eilish's uh, Bad Guy, I swear that song is just the opening song from <laughs> Crash <laughs> yes, Bandicoot it 1. Is, it is. <laughs> That's all, every time I hear it, it's all I think of. Um, but yeah, I, I, I am excited to see what the technology can do. Mm. I mean, we're still in the early days of the PS5 and uh, whatever the fucking Xbox Series X, that's the one. Um, yeah. I keep mis- mixing it up with the Xbox One because I have the worst naming scheme ever. Mm. But I'm I'm very excited to see what they can do in about a year to two years time. I'm not, not like at the moment. I'm I have no. This is I need this console for this game. You know, yeah. there's no killer app just yet. Mm. Um, yeah, this one comes out March twelfth, two thousand twenty-one. So it's it might actually be yeah a couple of days from when this episode goes up. But yeah, look, I don't have a PS five, but. I'm looking forward to it. It definitely won't be one that I'm like, oh, I must get a PS5 to play this. Yeah, um, I'm pretty cool sure to... it's, it's on PC as well. It's coming out too. Ah, so, okay. Easy. So yeah. I think like the only real advantage of getting it on PS5 will be the controller itself, in which case yeah. you can still buy the controller for your computer and plug it in. So. Yeah. Ah, that'd be easy. All right. Next game was Returnal. Now, when I first saw the trailer many months ago with this one, it just, I don't know. It just didn't grab me at all. Um, for those of you who don't know, it's another game, and this is kind of the theme I picked up on this um, state of play, was there's a big theme of games where you die, you come back, and that sort of worked into the, the narrative. Um, but this is another mm. one where you die, you come back, and the game level, environments all change, the enemy locations and numbers change. And apparently it contributes to your memory or something like that. So you need to find out what the hell's going on. Um, this game trailer was, uh, I guess, a bit better for me than the first one. It's a bit more mm. of a psychological thriller um, aspect. And the, the gunplay looks really good. The atmosphere looks great. There's new monsters that we haven't seen before, which are fucking massive. Mm. Um, but it, it looks a lot more interesting in this one. Still probably not one I'm going to rush out and buy. Um, did you end up seeing this trailer? Uh, I haven't seen the newest trailer. I did miss yeah. this one, but I've just looked at a little bit uh, of like pre-release gameplay that I pulled up real quick, and mm. it, it's giving me very much Dead Space vibes. Yeah. Uh, in terms of that third-person over-the-shoulder horror game, yeah. And just to touch on something you said, like with the whole you die, you come back to life, like time loop sort of deal when it comes to a character, I've noticed there's a few movies starting to do that too. Ever since the uh, Tom Cruise one a few years back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it's a cool concept, don't get me wrong, but I think they're trying to get that roguelike, uh, roguelike, sorry, uh, style of gameplay where it's 
the game never really truly ends. You've got to like yeah. keep going and going and going and going. And I get you want people to continue to play your game, but unless you're going to have some really cool DLC or things like of that nature for it, it's going to be hard to convince people to always come back. Hmm. So I'm interested to see, because the gameplay does look, as I said, very much like um, Dead Space, and Dead Space is an amazing game. So it definitely has potential in the gameplay. I don't know how I'd feel about the story yeah, for what it is. It's, yeah, it, it's another one of those games I'm just like, yeah, cool. But Take it or leave it. You know? <laughs> like, yeah. I'm, I'm not, again, it's not a killer app. It's not that I need to have this sort of game i think Mm. it's definitely got a lot of potential especially with the setting because it's been a while since we've had a good space horror game in my opinion yeah the atmosphere looks great they've done a good job with the atmosphere but yeah i don't know it's just like you'll you'll see when if you when you keep listening to this the theme of dying being worked in so yeah i don't know i'm just i'm already over that kind of narrative (laughs) that hasn't even come out yet yeah well as i said like I've just looked up, like, they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to talk about the 3D spatial audio. And again, this Mm. is, again, I know I'm a real stickler for audio, but, like, try playing a game with mono sound and then go to 7.1 surround and you'll be like, holy shit. And, like, you'd be surprised at how, like, it is worth having a good headset if you can to, like, really immerse yourself in games because... The game doesn't have to look the best to get immersed. Like, we've been playing Valheim. Game is gorgeous, but, you know, it's not the best-looking game I've ever played. But the sounds, like, yeah, the ambience is just good. so good. <laughs> and you're like, holy shit. I could just sit here and listen to the forest, you know? Mm. And it's just... It's an amazing. So I I am yeah. curious to see it, but it's not my... I need to get this yeah. sort of game. It's probably, for me, one of the games I get... Um if I had nothing else to play, and it's also on sale. But for those yeah. who are interested, that one comes out on April 30th. Um, so a few more months, oh, yeah, about a month or so, month and a bit, until um, you can play that if you are interested. Uh, the next one they announced was kind of a weird one. It was Knockout City. So it's basically like a, a one... You can either have two modes. It's 1v1 or a Team KO 3v3 mode. Um, and it's basically, yeah, whatever mode you pick, 1v1 or 3v3, but it's with dodgeball. Um, now, each ball has different abilities, and it can even turn one of your own teammates into a ball themselves um, to deal a, a special KO move. But it, it looks to be kind of like a, a fun um, sort of party game, a bit of a cross between, uh, what is it, the Destruction All-Stars kind of game, but with dodgeball. Um, there's... No real discussion as to whether this is going to be free-to-play or whether it's going to be a full retail. They do have a cross-play beta on their website as well. Um, I can't see this being a very, very, I don't know, like long-played game. It'd be more of a, yeah, it's fun for a couple of hours here and there, and then people just put it down and play, quote-unquote, a real game. I just can't see this running running the distance. I, I, I can see what you're saying. I think if they go down the road of something like Lethal League, I don't know if you've ever played that. That's actually one we should no, play together at some point. It's a sports game. It's very, very simple. It's kind of like a dodgeball thing, except you've got to like hit the ball at each other, but every subsent, like subsequent hit, the ball gets faster and faster and faster, and it just goes apeshit. And yeah. if they go really over the top and silly, this game could be great fun like as a party game. Hmm. 
Is it the sort of game that I would go, yeah, that's my go-to sports game? No. Um, but if they do go crazy with it, definitely. I see it having that kind of potential, being like a more fun, you know, let me play for an hour each night after after work mm. or after school, whatever. And if you're on a budget and you want something like quick, fun, quirky to play, it's great yeah. from what I can see. They, so. they have... Um, so each, they did say that every map has its own sort of unique, lack of a better word, kink to it. <laughs> hey. um, so one of the ones they showed off, I forgot what it was called, it was like an urban city type thing, um, where basically you have kind of like Mario pipes. So you go through the pipe and it basically takes you to the other end of the map. Um, it could be used as a quick getaway or it could be also be used to sneak up behind enemies when they spawn in those areas. So um, you can definitely see that there is a bit of strategy involved in how they've sort of laid out each each map. Um, and the different abilities of the balls, but yeah, I, I think for this type of game to do the same thing that they did with the um, Destruction All Star game, just have it be like a free to play for PlayStation Plus members, um, or have a very very low entry point um, for people who want to buy it, because yeah. this, this game is not, uh, I don't know, it doesn't doesn't scream full price to me, and yeah. I, I think it is coming to you know PC or possibly even Xbox because they are as I said before. They're doing the crossplay beta on um, on their website, yeah. So I think it might be coming to PC as well. So, well, from what I can see, IGN is saying it's going to be twenty bucks. I'm assuming that's USD, so nah, it'll probably be yeah. it'll probably be like thirty thirty five here, which is, in my opinion, a little much, mm. unless that is in Australian because you know they might have regionalized the pricing. I doubt that though. But having a look at it, I'm just watching the trailer now. Uh, from what I can see, I'm a little curious to see the actual size of the maps in context mm. because they're like showing people right next to each other. But if you've only got like 1v1 or 3v3 and these maps are big, it's going to be kind of like the problem Spellbreak had where you're just kind of standing around doing jack shit sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And although, sure, it's great for like planning things and whatnot. I'd, I'd like to see, you know, more about the actual world itself and, yeah. like, how big are the maps going to be? How, how are you going to force players to verse each other? It looks like they have, like, the Battle Royale cloud system to kind of force people to go in on each other, which I do yeah, like. Do. Um, but, yeah, I, I think it's got potential, but I don't see it being, like, you know, a Fortnite or a League of Legends mm. or something that takes over Twitch and has ridiculous viewership on youtube or whatever it's just going to kind of be there mm. but i think it definitely has a lot of potential to be like a, a hidden gem within within someone's library yeah it, it looks fun but yeah i, I don't yeah yeah I, I'm I, sure I, I see it as a party game to be honest at yeah, the moment exactly like once once it comes out and i see more of it then i'll you know i'm more than happy to be proven wrong that it's like this full mm. hardcore tactical thing but I see it as like a party game. You get around, everyone's having a few drinks. You know, you set up a couple of PlayStations, TVs next to each other, and just shit talk and have a good time. Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. I think that's basically all it is. Um, moving on to the next one Sifu. Have you seen the trailer for this one? Yes, I've seen a little bit to do with this. So yeah. uh, this is by the guys who made Absolver. Um, yeah. And I'm assuming you've never played Absolver. No, it's, uh, it's a very unique fighting game. It's like an open world fighting game, but like you run into every opponent and it turns into a 1v1 3D fighter. You die oh, okay. incredibly easy, but you respawn basically instantly. 
So yeah. it, it's a bit strange, but it's this really cool artistic style, and it looks like they've taken that style, refined it a little more, and then created this, you know, unique take on a kung on a kung fu story, essentially. Yeah. Um, and again, it from what I'm seeing uh, here, it says each time the player character dies, they are revived slightly older and more skilled. So yeah. basically. A skilled player has the shittest possible character. Yeah. So, uh, for someone like you, you know, when you uh, body Dark Souls, especially <laughs> against that tree guy, uh, you know... How, you... how old can a player get in this game? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I think I think we got up to, like, 50 deaths before you just rage quit. Because <laughs> you're like, I just don't get it. And it's like, yeah. this is, like, if legitimately it's... the easiest boss in the game, dude. If it's anything like that. My player will age so much that he'll just die of old age. Yeah, he he will have your hairline by the time you're done. But no, I think but, it's yeah. definitely got a lot of potential because the combat in Absolver is, like... The only way I can put it, it's unique. If you get a chance to play it, anyone out there, seriously play it. Um, it does go on special pretty often. I know you can get it on PC. I'm pretty sure you can get uh, PS4. I think it's on Xbox. I don't think it's on the Switch. Hmm. But highly, highly recommended game. So I'm yeah. interested to see where this one goes. But I, I'm very much in the no pre-order uh, camp oh, of, yeah. when it comes to gaming. So I would wait and see. And if you enjoyed Insolve, like uh, English, uh, enjoyed Absolver a lot, then if you want to pre-order from a smaller studio, I don't see a problem with that. Yeah. Um, then there's no actual release set of this one that I could find. It just says PS4, PS5 later this year. So that could be any time from March till December, so... Yeah, I, I'd assume it probably, <laughs> with the state of the world, probably closer to December. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, this game does look absolutely gorgeous. So I'm curious to see um, what they'll do when it comes to it. Uh, when it comes to, like, longevity of the game. Like, mm. are they going to do, like, oh, let's do different locations and things like that? Because obviously the the game's very kung fu movie. So you're going to see, yeah. and it, like not just, like, old kung fu. I mean, like, modern kung fu. So you're going to get, like, nightclubs, things like that, through, yeah. like, Hong Kong streets and whatnot. So I'd like to see them have, like, maybe, hey, let's do some, like, feudal stuff, like, feudal age stuff. Let's do some, you know, cyberpunk futuristic stuff with it. You know, like, do something a little more interesting hmm. uh, with, like, your future content for the game. Because not that this is a, this is bad. I absolutely love the setting. But I'd like to see the game have a little bit more longevity given how cool Absolver was. You know, hmm. I just... I want to see this game do well. I think, I think for this game, for me, it just needs a good story. Like, it, it's, while it's going to be fun to go ahead and beat the shit out of all these other people and stuff, like... For me, there needs to be kind of like a drive, kind of like Hades, where there was actual there was an actual story and there's a there was an intention and a goal to get out of the underworld um, and beat the shit out of your dad. Really, if this game is just literally make it as far as you can and not much else, you know, on top of that, it's I'll probably lose interest in it pretty quickly. Yeah, from um, I just need that sort of yeah like, that push to do something. I w- I would like to see a little more info on it. Um, hmm. But from what I can, what I'm seeing from the trailer, it looks like there is going to be a story. Yeah, yeah I think what the to. story is is a whole, you know, yeah. debate. I have no idea. I haven't looked into it that heavily, 
And mm. given how many things we have to talk about today, it's really hard to sit here and go, yeah, let's go full on in depth into everything. <laughs> so if there is a game you would like us to go full on in depth on to give our opinions on, let us know. Yeah. All right. Moving on to the next one. I'm not sure if you're interested in this one, but I am very much balls deep interested in this one. It's uh, Solar With your millimeter defeater. <laughs> yeah. on, yes. on a good day so, on a good day <laughs> solar ash yeah i'm actually i am pretty excited for this because hyperlight yeah. drifter is an amazing game mm. one of like it the problem i think hyperlight drifter had was it released when every freaking game was pixel art like yeah. every indie game was pixel art and a lot of people were just like oh here we go another indie pixel art game yeah. For the love of God, if you can play this game, play it. It is phenomenal. Controls great, looks great, sounds great. It's just an all-round good time. Yeah. I, I haven't played it, but I've seen other people play it. It looks... It's like... Oh, I, I just love it. I just... all the, you, see, you see... You definitely see the influence of that game into this one with the color palette and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it just... It, that game looked amazing. I was like, oh, shit, these are the same guys who are doing it. Yeah, like, they found their style, and they're like, we're going with that. And, yeah, as I said, I can't recommend Hyperlight Drifter enough, so I'm very Mm. excited to see how Solar Ash turns out. Yeah. So, for those who don't, or haven't seen it, it's a 3D platformer game, and the clear emphasis is on, I guess, fluidity of your movement. Um, There's a very distinct kind of art style. It's kind of like Journey, back on the PS3 or 4, I think it was? I think it was Uh, 4? No, Journey was 3. Oh, it was a three, wasn't it? Yeah, they, um, they ported it to the four. Ah, uh, right, okay. So it's, it's kind of like a journey type thing where you just sort of... It's a very... Not, it's not similar to that art style, but it's in that same sort of vein. Yeah, it's um, a very artsy game. Like, when yeah, you look at it. Yeah, and this one's um, yeah very much focused on the fluid uh, mobility of your character. So while journey was kind of slow and just sort of on one track, with this one, you're just sort of moving wherever you can. You're kind of on these skates... Um, able to climb walls and traverse large gaps and all that sort of stuff. Um, and you also fight these large sentinel bosses, kind of like bosses from um, Shadow of the Colossus and things like that. But um, it's again, it's one of those very basic stories of, hey, you need to save your planet, go beat up a bunch of people, and that's basically it. Um, but that's all I really want in this game. I just want yeah. quick, fluid movement. I want nice combat great visuals which it looks to be what we're getting um yeah I, I really can't wait for this it does come out to ps4 and 5 in somewhere in 2021 again mm. um no specific date but yeah it's what? it looks it looks pretty good yeah it has this like kind of weird 80s 90s neon aesthetic to it like mm. just just to help you guys kind of picture it it's very bright very bright uh, vibrant i can't freaking speak uh but like at the same time it's like not extreme it's 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 got it's so unique it really is and as Mm. you said like you want it to be super fluid in the motion and it looks it so i Mm. i'd hope the ps5 version has like a performance mode where it's like 120 fps at 1080p i'd love to see that because a lot of people go oh man 60 is so great and although 60 is great don't get me wrong as a PC gamer, just to, you know, be the PC master race, all that shit. Uh, <laughs> but, like, I've played 30 FPS, I've played 60, I've played 120, and I've played 144. 
And the difference you feel from 60 to 144 or even 120 is surprisingly large. It's just that little bit smoother. Everything's just that little more responsive. And I know people are like, oh, we want ray tracing all that. I'm like, I want high frame rates in a game that plays good. You know, I don't care if it looks like shit because you can have a great art style like this game does. Not saying it looks like shit, but like Mm. clearly texture work doesn't need to be insane when there's not a lot of textures. You know, Mm. it's more about the art style itself. Bright, vibrant color. Yeah. So that's something I'd like to see for it. Again, I reckon it will probably release closer to the uh, Christmas holiday period. Mm. I feel like most games will because, let's be real, getting a PS5, I mean, I'm more likely to go on a date than you getting a PS5. Let's be fucking real. (laughs) (laughs) And I am so introverted, it's hilarious. (laughs) I make my introverted friends look like extroverts because I refuse to fucking go out. But, you know, let, like, let's be honest. That's just, to me, the most logical time to release. I mm. would like to see a mid-year release for something like this. I think it'd be a good time yeah. when it's not too crowded and it can really shine. I think they're going to be waiting on um, actual releases on the consoles itself. Yeah. See how many p- people are actually having a console because obviously no one's going to be buying the game if they don't have anything to play it on so yeah. I think like what you were saying they're going to be pushing most things to the, at least you know the the last half of, um, yeah, of this the year, year. Yeah. just to or, ensure that there's actual consoles out on the market and just be warned guys let's be real a lot of these games with the state of the world will probably get delayed until next year as yeah. well so don't mm. that's what again why I say don't worry about pre-orders unless you are like you know for sure when the game's coming out i just yeah. saw a thing as well saying that one's coming out for pc as well it's console exclusive for a little while and then coming to pc so ah, okay um yeah, so yeah. it'll probably end up on xbox and switch and stuff like that yeah so just keep that in mind don't you don't have to go out and buy a whole new platform to just get this one game yeah. um and anyone who buys a whole console for one game i'm sorry it's a little silly <laughs> you, you're <laughs> like, an idiot yeah <laughs> That's like, yeah, let me buy like a $7,000 gaming PC to play uh, yeah. Doom from 93. Let me just do that's that. That's why I, uh, yeah, that's why like I, just, I, I didn't want to get a Switch just yet, but yeah, there's things coming out uh, for it now, so mm. I'm, I'm pretty close to buying one. Yeah. But um, next game, also apologies if you did hear um, some gardening in the background. My neighbors decide to fucking get their whippersnipper out now. I, I was actually right. thinking, sorry, a little tangent. I was thinking about this. Why the fuck do we call it a whippersnipper? <laughs> like I don't know. <laughs> like how did we how do we give it that name? What's what's his actual name? Is there an actual name for it? I don't know. Like Americans call it a weed whacker. And I'm like, that makes way more sense. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that is logical. We call it a yeah. fucking whipper snipper. What the fuck is a whipper? <laughs> like yeah. I've I I was thinking about it because I'm like, I've I guess because do... it whips and snips the grass, I guess. Yeah, maybe. Whippers, I don't but know. It's kinda of... It's like if you want to know what the most Australian name for something is, it's that. Yeah. Like, because I was sitting there doing my edges, and because I don't have a whippersnipper because I'm a cheap ass, I'm sitting there with a fucking shovel um, that's been <laughs> sharpened to chop through the weeds and stuff. Good workout. Um, but, like, yeah, fucking whippersnipper. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Pisses me off. Uh, also, if you hear me uh, bouncing around, for whatever reason, my microphone's being, like, slightly sensitive today, so I do apologize for that. That's all right. Um, all right, next game. One I know that you're very, very excited about. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, <laughs> Can't wait to see Five all the uh, lovely furry porn for this one. 
Mate, there's already some there. So I know it's Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach. Now this is basically taking the FNAF franchise and I guess making some changes, which I think actually benefit uh, the franchise. So I've never played a FNAF game. I've only seen people play it, um, and instead of you being locked into one room, anchored down to one point, and you're looking at different things like security cameras and all that sort of stuff, you're actually free to move around uh, this mall or shopping center. Um, and mm. it's the, the animatronics are like, kind of like FNAF, but now they're punk. I saw a comment saying, oh my god, it's FNAF, but now the characters are hot. And I'm like, oh, fuck me. What are we yeah, doing? more porn boys. Let's go. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, it's... It's, it's it's a similar thing. It's it's kind of... I hate making this comparison because the games are so far away from each other. It's not even a joke. But it's like they looked at Alien Isolation and gone, cool. We can yeah. have an uh, enclosed space, have something chasing you, and you have to avoid it or you know set off booby traps or distractions or something to try get its attention and escape. So... A very, very loose comparison there with Alien Isolation mixed yeah. with a whole bunch of FNAF. Mm. Um, it's not one I'll be picking up. Uh, I guarantee I, just, I will yeah. probably shit on this game when it comes out. And I do apologize <laughs> for anyone who is a fan of the franchise. But if you try to argue with me that, like, what, the first three or whatever freaking games there were uh, that got huge were more, anything more than a shitty Flash game, oh, shove they it. They, that's, that's all they were. Like... They weren't scary. People are like, oh, they're no. terrifying. It's like, what was terrifying? A shitty mm. jump scare that you get sick of every single time. Remember that game you played with the freaking Furbies? Mm. And I edited that uh, clip for you. And like, yeah. you gradually just, you didn't get scared. You just got pissed off. That's mm. all Five Nights at Freddy's is to me. It's like, yeah. it's more of just an annoyance. This looks like an actual game. And mm. I'm curious to see how the AI of the animatronics work. If they go different with it. And have each one play like be act very differently, then the game has potential. Doesn't mean I think, it'll yeah, be that'd, that'd be cool. Like you yeah. different characters be a lot more aggressive in their approach. To you. Others yeah. are a bit more, you know, they hide away, and you have to like kind of like a Batman sort of approach where yeah. they're actually like a bit more distractions and hiding away in the shadows and stuff yeah. like that. I think that'd be awesome. Yeah, and if say they can set up traps to you, you know, mm. like make them really sentient, you know. Maybe a little, it might be a little predictable by the time you played it a couple of times, but I think it'd be cool. It'd make the gameplay a lot more dynamic other than just, oh, big loud things chasing me, let me run away. There's a reason why I don't get scared in horror games 90% of the time because mm. either it's a jump scare and I don't count jump scares because they're cheap and easy, like me, uh, or you're going to get basically just the same shit in every freaking yeah. game. Alien Isolation is, in my opinion, probably the best example of a horror game we've had in the last decade. Hmm. You know, there are other horror games out there that are probably as good, if not better, but I haven't played them all. But of every hmm. single one I've played, and I've played a lot, Alien Isolation is, like, yeah. top tier because the AI adapts to how you play. You hide too much, yeah. it starts looking in lockers more often because it's trying to find you. You make too many noise distractions, uh, distractors, it just starts ignoring them because it knows that sound. It learns and it adapts and it gets better. You use the flamethrower too much, it starts to not give a shit, you know? So it's it, it's a really cool concept. The AI in that game is really good. I'd like to see them do something along those lines with this. And then I think this game, in my opinion, has some real chops within the horror hmm. gaming community. 
I, I don't think they will go that oh, I, far with it. I doubt it. it. But, but I, even I'd just like, like a it. smidge of isolation. Yeah. Like just a little bit of that. I, I think, you know, FNAF isn't the deepest buddy franchise. So it'd be miles better than what, mm. you know, every other bloody thing was. Like every, every other game in the, you know, you stand in one security office and then just clicking some cameras. Yeah. And it, it's not going to be hard to improve on that. The, really. the, like the setting, the idea is cool. I think the idea of being a security guard since it's already been done, I think what would be cooler is if it was like, say, a group of delinquent kids that broke in or something, you know, or and you got to play as a kid to like try and survive and get out, and your friends are like getting killed and shit, you know, hmm. go like real hardcore horror with it or something, or you're a kid that like uh, got left behind because some other event happened, and you know, shit hits the fan. I think like the story just isn't really that intriguing. And I'd like no, them to. Not. I'd like them to maybe go on more horror tropes for it. I know. I want it to be like the the Rugrats game. Remember PS One? That game was terrifying. Where Tommy <laughs> and Tommy and uh, Chucky got stuck in the toy world. Yeah, the toy shop. Yeah, I, I think about that. Yeah, like something like that. That'd be dope. <laughs> It'd make it like way more interesting. Uh, shout out to R- your uh, your uh, reaction to the Rugrats trailer. <laughs> Look, subtle plugs, please. Subtle, subtle plugs. <laughs> but yeah, I think yeah, it's a it's a good improvement on the um game, but one I will not be playing. I'll, I'll yeah. probably check it out with people streaming it. So if you are going to be streaming it, let me know and I'll I'll come check you out. Yeah, I'll I'll, but, um, I'll probably watch like twenty minutes of it and then tell you everything that's wrong with it and just be that yeah. asshole. Uh, yeah. But no, if you, you enjoy, enjoy it, enjoy it. It's probably it's just not for me at the moment. If as I said, yeah. if they do some more interesting stuff with the story or things like that then I might be interested, but yeah, I don't mm. give a shit. Another game that I'm... I don't know, I'm kind of not giving a shit about this one either. I did like Oddworld growing up as a kid, but there's a new Oddworld coming out to PS5 as well. Mm. Um, look, it, it looks fine. I think I just sort of moved on from the Oddworld franchise, but in this game, you can be an agent of chaos or be a pacifist. Um, you can also possess people. There's a looting and crafting system in this game as well. Um but apart from that, from what I'm seeing, it's another Oddworld game. So if you like yeah. Oddworld, that's great. Yeah, if you, um, if, you wanna, like if you want a nice old school hard platformer puzzle game, there's not really a hell of a lot to talk about. If you've played an Oddworld game, it looks like that's what you're getting. And yeah. I don't really have a problem with that. It's nice to see the franchise come back. Mm. Uh, I have friends who absolutely love the Oddworld games. But at the end of the day... You know, it doesn't look like it does anything to really change the formula yeah. a hell of a lot. Again, nothing wrong with it. And if you've never played an Odd World game, it'll probably be the best introduction you'll get because the games, yeah. you know, they're old, they're clunky. Um, I don't know how I feel because it doesn't have that kind of claymation y look that it used to have. Yeah. But that could just be one because the animations are way smoother now. So the art style is interesting, the designs are cool. The lore is pretty messed up for Oddworld. Mm. So if you like really fucked up shit, Oddworld's for you. Trust me. Yeah. Uh, but it's not anything brand new at the same time. So I'm not like... No. Again, it's not that I need to play this sort of game. Yeah. It's just... um, I don't know. It's kind of the same shit, really. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like, yeah, whatever. It's Oddworld. It's like every time we play a game, it's the same shit. I carry you, and we're good. Yeah. <laughs> Next game. But yeah, hopefully it's fun, and if you are looking forward to that, then 
I hope it's great. I hope yeah. it's everything you ever wanted and more. Yeah, no, like it's it's like getting another Crash game, you know? It's like, you know what you get, okay? Just shut the fuck yeah. up. It's the same game. Yeah. Like, you know what you bought. It's the same with same Call of Duty, you know? It's the <laughs> same say, game. Same Call you, of Duty. you know what you're getting. It's the yeah. same game every time, and you don't complain about it. Yeah. You know? And that's Still you. You money. do you. I just, but I'm over it. A game that is unlike any other game. Oh, like yeah. It's going to be the, the most perfect game in the world for all time. I'm sorry, sorry, but boys, do you hear that? Uh, I hear the sound of gushing panties. <laughs> is there a waterfall in here? Uh, yeah. yeah. I think someone needs to, needs to go to the little girl's room. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kinder Bridge of Spirits. Holy shit. Every time I see new things about this game, I don't even need the legs on my table anymore. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I could just <laughs> hold it up myself with my... <laughs> Giant throbbing erection. Oh, mate, this game is just doing things to me. Shout out to all the kids that listen. So. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm I'm going to stop him for two seconds because as someone who doesn't care too much for this game, I'm with him. Offended. This game looks offended. fucking amazing. <laughs> like, yeah. It really does. If you haven't checked it out, obviously go watch Pixel Sean's videos on it. He's done a few. Mm. They're all really good. Um, but... And especially the last one you did the like things you might have missed. That video, yeah. as I said, was like for for your type of content, basically perfect yeah. to me. Like it's really well paced. It's not like one of those, oh my god, guys, did you see this? Oh my god. Like it's none of that shit. <laughs> um it's like but you get to learn a lot. Like I it actually made me go, shit, I'm actually kinda interested in this, you mm. know? And like as I said, I didn't give a shit about this game. I just knew Pixel yeah. was hyped for it. I'm like, hey, look, another 3D action game. Cool. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. There's, you know, there's not a ton in the genre at the moment. It's a pretty kind of lackluster, for, like, style for now. But, like, mm. seeing this really nice, bright, colorful, yet fucked up, dark style game with this overly adorable shit going on, it's like, mm. yeah, I'm down. I'm down for that. So, for those who don't know, um, it's made, the developers are Ember Lab, um, and they actually made a Majora's Mask fan trailer, um, sort of movie trailer type thing, um, and it really accentuated how fucked up Majora's Mask could be. It's really, really creepy. So, if you haven't seen that, definitely just Google Ember Lab, Ember Lab Majora's Mask, and you'll find the trailer. Um, in this new trailer for... Keenan Bridges Spirits, there is a big emphasis on masks. So I think they've taken inspirations from Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask and put it into this, which if they have, holy shit, that would be amazing because Majora's Mask is basically one of my favorite Zelda games. Um, in this new trailer as well, you get a new look at the different abilities of Kena herself and also using the rot, um, different combat, different combos. Um, you get different environments, um, and you get to see how everything comes together when you're platforming and doing puzzles and all that sort of stuff. And one thing I also noticed was there might be possible mounts in this game. So one part of the trailer, there's this giant bull that's floating in the air, but its eyes are blue. Now, mm. when I look at this trailer, everything Kina interacts with has some kind of blue element to it. So she moves platforms, they have blue crystals in there. Um, anything that she sort of interacts with has some kind of blue coloring to it. And this bull has blue eyes, same color as her staff. So I'm thinking, shit, she's influenced this bull or she's, you know, restored it, similar to how Aloy does it in Horizon Zero Dawn. 
and now she's able to ride this thing. There's a big grass patch on its back, and I'm thinking, yep, that's where she's going to sit, and that's where she's going to hold on to. We're going to be riding fucking bulls in this game. I can't wait. Mm. It's, how did I describe it? Like I said, it was giving me vibes of Kingdom Hearts with how the Heartless are made. Again, watch yeah. Pixel Sean's video for that. We won't talk about it here. Majora's Mask, obviously, and something kind of like Overlord slash Pikmin with like what are the name of those little things that you you found adorable? Like the little rock dudes. Ah, uh, the rot. Yeah, them. Like because you, you control like a little army of them. But what mm. it also just reminded me of. Not a lot of people remember this game, and I'm going to send you a picture now. And for anyone at home, you can look this up. This reminds me of a game called Tack the Power of Juju for the PS2. Oh, yes. It's got that kind of feel to it. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, I get you, yeah. And a lot of people don't remember this game, but it was one of those... It had a few sequels, and it was every game was pretty solid from memory. You know, yeah. that, that could just be my age showing, but this kind of, like, forest world sort of game mm. but with these really beautiful vibrant colors yeah so i could see it kind of being kind of like more something like that mixed with majora's mask uh mm. now that i've thought about it but again i can't fully remember the entire friggin you know lore of tack the power of juju because mm. you know it's been what 15 odd friggin years yeah time. but yeah I, I just can't wait and when people are looking at this um you know, they're like, oh, you know, it's too kiddy, blah, blah, blah. And then you see the end of this new trailer that came out. Yeah. Fuck. Like, I felt... So- <laughs> I, won't, I won't give it away. Yeah. I'm sure everyone who's listened to this Again, has seen it. What- I felt so bad for that person. Yeah. Also, just watch Pixel Sean's video on it. Like, I, I usually, anyone who knows, I shit talk this man nonstop, 24-7. <laughs> Love him to death. But, this, like, to me, this is legitimately the best video he has ever made. It is yeah. so well made to me. So, please go check it out. Like, I'm proud of him for it, and I won't ever tell him that to his face. I have to say it kind of in passing, okay? So just, just so you guys I'll, I'll know. I'll pay you later. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, like it's, obviously because I fucking care about this, this yeah. franchise, so I can't wait. Mm. But, um, yeah, it's I won't harp on about it for too long, but, yeah, it's it's pretty one of, one of the most anticipated games I am looking forward to now. PlayStation have said, well, they've come out and said this is exclusive to PlayStation when this game was first announced. That was their wording, exclusive to PlayStation. Then devs had to come out and clarify to say, no, it's a console exclusive, but it also is coming out to PC at the same time as well. Yeah. Now, PlayStation, being PlayStation at this event, said it's a console exclusive. And again, big writing, console exclusive. And then in small fine print with an asterisk also coming to PC. Yeah. Like, mate, just... The, PC's, PC's kind of in this really weird position, right? Where it's, you know, I have a very expensive PC. Mm. I use it for more than just gaming. You know, I yep. use it for video creation. I use it for music creation, things like that. 90% of people who own a PC probably don't game on one. Let's be real. Well, they might play, like, a Flash game or, like, Solitaire or Minesweeper, you know, the best game ever made. But the average person probably isn't going to play on PC. But if someone who has a semi-decent PC like you, um, Mm. you know, like, yeah, it's a little older, but it's still pretty damn solid, you might go, okay, well, I use this mainly for work and school, you know, and I might just need to put one upgrade in it, and then I can play this game. Shit, I might do that, because I might only need to upgrade this. 
But consoles don't want to accept that the PC market exists sometimes. Yeah. And this is just to perpetuate the wars. Uh, console wars are just... It's a beautiful thing as a PC gamer because you just laugh at them <laughs> every time because they're like, oh, we've got this exclusive. Like, bitch, i got emulation. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But uh, at the end of the day, you know, consoles, you know, like they really are fighting each other because... Let's be real. Most people are going to end up with an, with a computer at the end of the day. You're not yeah, going to have exactly. just a console, you know. And to sit there and say, "Yeah, it's a console exclusive," but it's also available on PC. It's yeah. like I, yeah. I, I fucking hate that. Like, yeah. it's such a Sony thing to do as well. Big bold writing: PS4, PS5, console exclusive. Well, like you know, uh, for people who are in the know about this, I, I got into a fight with someone on obviously a YouTube comment section. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the most honourable of battlegrounds. I'm like, I'm like, mate, I cannot stand every time Sony advertises game. They say console exclusive because people will just think it's purely only for the PlayStation 5 or PlayStation 4. Mm. And they completely negate the fact, because they bury it in really small text down the bottom, that it's also coming out to PC. Mm. I only knew this was coming out to PC, and I'm involved in this, and I love this game. You know, I only knew about it because I went to Ember Labs video, and it says, yes, this is also coming out on the Epic Store. Uh, yeah, it might um, as well yeah, not that, come out on PC. Uh. Yeah. I, was, I, was, I, was like, I was like, I have to get the Epic Store. But yeah. that's the thing. Like, Sony have that presence where they can advertise it with huge numbers. Yeah. And they're taking advantage of that by saying, yeah, console exclusive. It's like, yeah, yeah, I get it, they're a business, but man, come on, be a little yeah. bit more transparent with your advertising. Yeah, I mean, exclusive to our version of console, I guess, because for yeah. the consoles themselves, yes, it's exclusive to that. It'll be mm. a time exclusive. Microsoft can't pull that marketing off, not because they don't have the money for it. They are way bigger than Sony. Oh, but yeah. it's because Microsoft also own Windows, which is the primary gaming platform for PC. Yeah. So if And with the way they've been doing the Xbox Game Pass and stuff, they're just by default, you assume it's coming to PC, which makes the Xbox Series X and S kind of like... Why buy it if yeah, you've already got a good computer? It's a little computer. bit redundant. Yeah. If, you, if, you do, if you have a shit computer, go the console. If you have yeah. a good computer, don't even bother with the console. Because, let's be real, 90% of those games are going to end up on PC anyway. Yeah. With, especially That's with the way I they're just, made. Even if the PS5 was available, I just I don't think I would bloody buy it. Like, I, I want to get it, but I'm just kind of like, well... You only want to get it because like you've like, yeah, I bought every other fucking PlayStation console. Yeah. And it's like, well... Like this is a this is a like, this is the first generation of consoles since I was a kid that I'm like eh I'm I yeah. love the technology that's in them I love how far they're progressing but there is nothing coming out that's like I need to get this because I can't play it on my computer have, or yeah. on a previous gen console yeah. if it's a slower paced game I don't care if it runs at sixty I'm okay with it running that's, at thirty that's kind of the difference of the Switch and we'll get into that in a second once we knock off these other two games but yeah they're exclusive to that console and that's it. They're yeah. sort of off on their, on their own sort of thing. But yeah. I'd much rather just be like, cool, if I'm going to buy a PS5 and play a couple of games going to come to the PC, I will take the money for the PS5, upgrade the shit out of my PC, yeah, and then be able to play everything. Yeah. Like, with the, if, if you said, I've got, you know, 750 bucks here, and that's assuming you can get one at retail price in this country, mm. and that's the Australian retail price because we get absolutely fucked. Um, you know, for 750 bucks, I could upgrade your computer a hell of a lot, you know? Yeah. 
Like that's what I'm it's 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 going to be much more worth. I guess yeah, worth my while to put that money toward upgrading the PC. Yeah. Than buying like a stagnant console that will sit there for a couple of games. All right. So let's move on because yeah. otherwise we're going to end up with this discussion for like ten hours. Yeah. So, um, so we got two more games to get through for the PlayStation. Yep. So we got Deathloop, another game about dying and having it worked into. Um, the story, you're basically an assassin. I think there's like maybe six or seven assassins coming after you. You need to figure out a way to to, um, to take them out. And every time you die, you learn a little bit more about where they are, what they're doing, what their style of assassin is. So I think one's pretty hands-on, one's like a sniper. Um, one has like an invisibility cloak type thing. Um, again, another game that looks kind of interesting, taking inspiration from the Dishonored franchises with the different abilities and powers. Um, you could throw things up in the air, slow down time, I think I saw. Mm. But again, it's one of those games where I'm just kind of like, cool, bit of old generic <laughs> thing here. That's it's, It looks cool on paper, but for me, it's just like, a will pass on that one. I, I'm actually in the opposite boat, and the reason isn't because of the time loop mechanics. Because the time loop mechanics, I'm with you. I'm like, yeah, okay, every game's been doing that since... Uh, oh, what's his name? The guy made Fable. I can never remember his name. He did that... Um, no, I don't know. Platformer game that, like, you technically play the bad guy and you don't find out till the end. Yeah, spoilers. Uh, spoilers. Braid. Braid, that's the game. Braid, yeah. Um, but anyway, excluding the time loop stuff, I'm actually very interested in it because it's kind of got this Tarantino feel to it. Like, a Kill Bill mm. meets... You know, like once upon once upon a time in Hollywood sort of look, and I, as you said, it's got that dishonored feel to it. My concern is that it's from Bethesda. At the end of the day, so <laughs> I don't know how much of a buggy mess this thing will be. Yeah. I know it's Arcane Studios are the ones developing it, but anyone who knows Bethesda tell will tell them, "Hey, get this out now!" You know, yeah. it has to be out at this date. It's like regardless of whether it's actually any good or not. I think the PvP in this game, from what I understand it's meant to have, would be phenomenal. Ah, oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. yeah, like, I could see the like the PvP just being absolutely amazing. But when it comes to, like, story mode, it's like, yeah, it's. I feel like it's going to play like any other FPS, really. You know, mm. you, it'll be as fun as you let it be. I think yeah. it'd be it'd be one of those games that'd be fun to do like game challenges in, but I don't see it being, you know, a ten out of ten. This is the greatest game ever made. I see it being, let's focus more on the PvP because that's where the fun's going to yeah. be. Hmm. So I, um, I am intrigued by. it. I am looking forward to it, but it's not one that I'm going to get at launch. Yeah, uh, it's definitely one I'm just going to look out for and see how it goes with other people streaming it. Yeah. Um, yeah, for the final game for the for the state of play event was Final Fantasy VII remake. It had some other word to it. I'm not the biggest fan of Final Fantasy, um, so but they the guy did who, have uh, started playing it, enjoyed it, and then never went back to playing it. <laughs> so <laughs> Integrade is the other. One. I, I do need to get into it. Yeah, it's it's one of those franchises just missed. But yeah, in this in the state of play, um, they showed off you know comparisons between the ps4 ps5 and you see the difference in graphics and obviously it goes without saying ps5 looks just amazing um i think this sort of took place in between certain events because it introduced um another character i forgot her name um but it seems like it kind of takes place or it fills in a, a gap in between final fantasy 7 correct me if you know but um 
yeah, they just sort of showed off, um, you know, some upgraded features. They got different missions and all that sort of stuff. But again, if I had to PS5, I'd, I'd probably look into getting it. Um, from what I've seen from the Final Fantasy community, uh, people really love what they're doing with this um, this, this remake for the PS5. Um, so if you like P- uh, if you like PS5, if you like Final Fantasy, I really hope you enjoy it because it looks really good what they're doing with it. Now, you're not going to tell me you just forgot the name of the great master ninja, Yuffie. You motherfucker. <laughs> Yuffie, that's the one. You hey, man, bitch. I'm only interested in Tifa, all right? <laughs> hey, look, Tifa, she's a fine woman, you know. But come on, man. Pixie cuts? Oh, nah, good shit. Tifa all day. <laughs> <laughs> you like some tick old biddies and uh, really like, short what? skirts? Who's Tifa? that? What's, what? Who's, who's everyone else? Yeah, uh, no, g- give me Cloud Spaghetti Homes. <laughs> There is no way Cloud can hold that sword. Have you seen his arms? That dude's yeah, a fucking no. twig. Get fucked. It's a load <laughs> of shit. Um, but in terms of someone who is actually a Final Fantasy uh, fan, I actually haven't played the remake because I've been too broke to ever fucking buy it. And then when I finally have money to buy it, I'm like, ooh, other piece of candy that I want. Um, did I've, you play the demo? I did play the demo and I did enjoy it. Yeah. I, I think it's very interesting. It does play a little more closer to Final Fantasy XV than the original Final Fantasy VII, which I think is for the best, for new players especially. And as old players, it's like you do kind of get sick of the same, and let's be real, they did the same thing up until, like, you know, basically Final Fantasy IX, and then ten tried to change it a little bit, Eleven was online, Twelve changed it, Thirteen changed it, Thirteen Two changed it, Thirteen Three changed it, Fourteen was online. Fifteen was like, yeah, let's kind of go more hack and slashy. And then I think they've kind of gone, that's the gameplay style we want to go for now. Um, more mm. of an action RPG sort of thing, but not fully. It's it's a really cool system. I like it. I think it's really well balanced. It makes it still tactical while being you know, down to individual skill at the end of the day instead of just kind of getting lucky with critical hits and shit. Yeah. So I, I am very interested in it. Uh, I don't know if it if to me it's again that killer app I need to buy this console for it mm. as a Final Fantasy fan it doesn't make me go yes I need this because it's one Final Fantasy in a franchise that's been going for like 30 years so it's like eh, you know I could get that or I could just play one of you know like the 26 other freaking Final Fantasy games are actually <laughs> exactly. is yeah. you know there's a lot out there like yeah. I am excited to see Final Fantasy VII, you know, getting the remake it deserves. Um, and, like, they they started off really, really strong. I know some people are like, man, I hate this kind of episodic release thing they're doing. But given the size and scope of the original game, to translate that into modern setting and make everything, like, actually to scale and proper, the game would be just ginormous. Like, ridiculous level of freaking file size. You know, mm. it's the sort of thing that would make something like Red Dead Redemption look like child's play. And yeah. that game is friggin' huge. That's massive. Yeah. So if you want to do a game that's that big in scope justice, you've got to kind of do what they're doing. And I do like yeah. what they're doing. And especially as a fan, it's like, okay, I can wait till it's all been released and they'll probably have a thing for like, you know, 80 bucks that gets all the parts plus DLC. You know, mm. Um, I'd like to see them do some story changes or do optional things to get different outcomes within the game. You know, the spoiler for the uh, character that dies <coughs> from 25 friggin' years what? ago. If you don't know about that, <laughs> shut the fuck up. How do you not what? know? That's ingrained. You have to know that by now. Uh, but 
Throwback to when you played Kingdom Hearts 2. Does she uh, die? <laughs> <laughs> Editing that fucking hurt. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think I think it's got a lot of potential. I'd like to see, you know, if they're going to change the gameplay at all, if they're going to keep it the same. Hmm. Um, I'm hoping they keep it the same, but at the same time, I would like to see it evolve. But then the problem is, is if you make it like one big compilation, you might have the problem of like if take like when they redid Kingdom Hearts, like Kingdom Hearts One. If they just re-released Kingdom Hearts One on PS3 or PS4 and it played the exact same, and you went to play Kingdom Hearts Two immediately after, your brain would be like, "What the fuck?" Because the yeah. controls changed because there was so much time between yeah, the games. So got to be consistent if you're doing it that way. Hmm. So I, I am excited to see it. I think it's a game I will watch. Um, if I get, ever get a PS5, I'll gladly buy it. But yeah. it's one of those games I'm like, if I had the console, yes. I don't, so no. Yeah. You know, like, I just... Unless I just go, hey, look, Kingdom Hearts 4. I'd be like, oh, fuck you guys. <laughs> you know, then i got to <laughs> buy it. But even, All right. you know, like, that's when I'm like, yeah, that's the whole reason I bought a PS4. You know, because yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's got to come out for this generation because if they don't release it for this generation, they're in big trouble. Like, the franchise yeah. is just dead at that point because, mm. like, you can't skip yeah. two console franchise like, generations no. and, you know, still be super successful in the end because you're going to end yeah. up with the Duke Nukem syndrome of you waited way too long. And to some people, they did. You know, like, you weren't a huge fan of 3. I enjoy 3. I don't think it's the best. I think it's definitely... Have you the- finished it, though? No, I still haven't finished it. I got like, <laughs> yeah. I am. I I don't have my PS4 still, so I like. <coughs> I mean, I was because I've been hundred percenting it, so I've done yeah. like everything for like the first half of the game. Uh, so okay. I'm I really have been taking my time, but like the gameplay itself, I don't I don't give a shit about the story. People are like, oh, the story in Kingdom Hearts is interesting, especially if you're into it. I'm like, I don't care. Well, the story's stupid. Yeah. I mean, Final Fantasy VIII is my favorite Final Fantasy, and I'll be the first to tell you, it has the dumbest story I've ever seen in a video game. But the combat is so enjoyable in 3. I'm like, yeah, I can play this all day. I I think if you're getting into Kingdom Hearts 3, and you're still hoping for a good story, I'm like, nah, nah. (laughs) You're in the the wrong part of town. (laughs) Get the fuck out of here. Mate, story died after 2. Don't even... (laughs) Mate, let's be real. It basically died after 1. Yeah. Like it died halfway through the first game. Like Kingdom Hearts, oh, I love it. I do. It is in my equal favorite games, and I've played it so many freaking times. It's mm. stupid. It really is. You yeah. know, it's cheesy. It's dramatic. It's over the top. It's silly. It's campy. It's fun. You know, that's yeah. what they wanted it to be, and that's what it is. You yeah. know, whereas Final Fantasy VII, when that came out, they didn't want camp and cheese so much. Mm. You know, it definitely has those moments, but. The, that's the problem Final Fantasy VIII had was the story is really campy and cheesy, but it wasn't meant to be. So you just kind of laugh yeah. at it. Whereas Seven, I will say Seven has the better story between the two. Hmm. But like, I, I, yeah, I am looking forward to Seven. Like, yeah, if I ever do get a PS Five, it's it's definitely yeah something I will look into because I think I think you said a while ago for in, in terms of gameplay, it's more suited to my kind of style. Yeah, definitely, definitely. rather than the, the turn based type thing yeah um like if you had yeah if i had to recommend any to you i would say 10 12 15 and the 7 remake like yeah they all play like yeah technically 10 and 12 are turn-based but they're like there's no waiting around essentially yeah. like usually you just attack so yeah. 12 is a little more turn-basey than what 10 is 
like 10 is technically turn-based but like you get like an attack order so you know when mm. your turn is so you can like plan everything out ahead of time whereas when you're playing final fantasy it's like well i've got to wait you know 30 seconds before i can attack and now i can attack hmm but i think that'll wrap us up on the yeah. state of play from uh, yeah. good old sony so that's all playstation so i don't know my thoughts on the whole event not much new stuff in there. I thought they would have been announcing a couple of new games, but look, mm. I'm happy to get new trailers for the games they have previously announced just to mm. give, a, I guess, a better look. Um, I think, yeah, I, th- I think I would have appreciated a few new things like the um, Nintendo Direct that we're about to talk about. Mm. But in in terms of, yeah, the, the state of play, the general consensus was, yeah, that was all right. Yeah. But a lot of people were just kind of like, well, we've already seen this game, so is, is that it? Yeah, I'd like to see them uh, do more, like, indie stuff yeah. with it, like Nintendo does, because then you're getting a lot of little announcements, so you feel like oh, you're yeah. getting something. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that'd just be a cool thing to add in for future, you know? Yeah. I think what they've got's pretty solid. You know, it's kind of like... Um, it's like when you get, like, E3 and that, which I'm glad it is basically stopped now. Um, E3 was shit by the end. <laughs> But basically the whole point of like, it's like, oh yeah, Epic Games is coming out to talk about what they're releasing. It's like, oh sweet, we're getting something new from them? Oh yeah, here's mm. just uh, the same Fortnite shit we already know about. It's like, oh fuck yeah. off, dude. Like, yeah. look, I know this is great for some people, but the majority of us aren't playing that. Like, you know, I wanted a new, you know, like fucking Unreal Tournament shit like that. You know, you know how awesome it'd be if they just announced Jack 4? At the state of play. Oh, you you would have... Uh, Fuck. <laughs> Australia's hey, drought would have ended, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Stocks in Kleenex tissues, it would have just exploded. Yeah. Tina and a Jack 4? Shit. You thought, you thought GameStop was going to the moon? Oh, boys. <laughs> I'm going to fucking Mars, mate. <laughs> I, I'd love to see it. I'd love to see them uh, remaster the game for... Uh, or re- even remake for PS5. Um, and the one thing I do love, again... I know a lot of people like want to have console loyalty, but a lot of them are coming to PC these days, and I'd love yeah. to see some of those old PlayStation Two, PS Three classics come across. You know, uh, I know there's stuff like it, PlayStation it, Now, but you can't get that here. Uh, at it, the it'd be the best thing to do because then you have a catalog that can be always played. So. Mm. You know, with with PlayStation, it's like, oh yeah, you know, you can do some backwards compatibility here, or if you pay for this other service, you can get access to a you know a small set of games and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. It's like, mate, just chuck it on Steam or chuck it on whatever Play Store you want yeah. to. Create your own storefront, and we will buy from yeah. it. Yeah, you know exactly. I know people, and that way people complain the, about the, the game Epic is just one. There. Yeah, and the game is just there all the time, no matter what PC you're playing on, what year you're playing on. It's just there, buy it, yeah. bang, it's yours. And say, like, That's 20 it. years from now, the game doesn't run on, you know, the newest hardware at that time, people will find out how to make it happen. You know, exactly. the game becomes, like, eternal, basically. Whereas, mm. you go back and try and play some of them now, it's like, well, the disc is scratched. Too bad, you can't yep. play it. Oh, the consoles yep. are all fucked because, you know, they're 20 years old now. And, like, the disc readers burn out and stuff like that. The card readers burn out. It's like, well, you know, that's why we like PC and digital versions because that's the one advantage they have. Technically, Mm. they they can never go away as long as someone has a copy of it. 
Exactly. Uh, but yeah, that was the state of play. So if you have made it this far in the podcast... Congratulations. Um, uh, yeah, congratulations, first of all. <laughs> but if you are listening to something that has a rating, we would very much appreciate definitely um, the rating. Um, also, just a reminder, all links to things like Patreon, social media for both myself and Carlick are in the description below. But we're now going to get into the Nintendo Direct and just going on with the comment that you made before... Mm. With the the sort of more indie kind of releases and lots of stuff, and just sort of the micro announcements to actually make it feel like there's things going on. Yeah. This Nintendo Direct followed up by the Pokemon announcements. Holy shit! Has yeah, basically yeah. single handled single handedly almost convinced me to go out and buy a Switch. I'm just looking for some sale prices now because I'm like, yep, I'm buying one. <laughs> yeah. And um, look, I'll be honest with you, Nintendo fans. You are cancer. Every direct. <laughs> uh, why is this person in Smash? Oh my god! Shut the fuck up, dude. You don't understand how much work goes into getting a character in a fighting game, let alone balancing them. Okay. Mm. So please, for the next Nintendo direct, don't sit there and go, "Oh, well, why aren't we getting this game?" And with, yeah. with, with the new Pokemon games, which we will talk about, if you complain about national decks, I will personally find you and stomp your fucking nuts out. <laughs> Do you understand how many fucking Pokemon Whoa. there are? Don't threaten them with a good time, man. <laughs> like, can, can I sign up? <laughs> it, it drives me nuts. So like. Why doesn't it have, like, 800 fucking Pokemon? Do you know how long yeah. that takes to do? Oh, uh, yeah. They're like, oh, yeah. Sword and Shield is shit. It's like, no, I played it, and it's very good. Is it the best Pokemon? Mm. No. Is it great? No, it's good. You know? Yeah. Does it need 800 fucking Pokemon? <clears throat> no, it really no. doesn't. Because imagine yeah. trying to balance that. No, yeah. No, thank yeah. you. Fuck that. All right. So, we'll fly through these, because we've only got about 25, 30 minutes left. So... Mm. We've got Splatoon 3 um, coming in 2022. I do love a good inking. Oh, yeah, I'm you sure do. you do. Good old sploosh. <laughs> I love your face. <laughs> so I, one thing I'd like to see, uh, just since we're going relatively quick, is for Splatoon, I'd like to see uh, more of the campaign stuff that they sort of had from yeah. 2. Um, I've only ever played it on a friend's Switch. I've never bought it for myself because, again, it's just one of those games, like, I want to play it, but I don't want to spend money on it. And Nintendo doesn't tend to drop their prices very often, so no. it's hard to sit there and go, yeah, I'm going to go out and get this. It's like, eh. It's a really cool competitive game. It's fun to watch. It's very bright, colorful. It's simple in its concept, but it plays great. So I'd like yeah. to see more of a... Ooh, pardon me. For someone who is you know more of a solo player for the most part, have hmm. something that's a little more up my alley in that sense. But I think they are bringing in a single player yeah. um, sort of campaign, but they definitely are bringing in new maps, um, new rollers, new abilities, and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And you can actually customize your character a lot more. Um, yeah, I think so. I think it's got like Splatoon is just one of those new IPs of like the last five years that has unlimited potential. It is oh, it is so cool. It's really it's so fun. It is. It's just like if you've ever watched like high level play of it, it's just like. Some of the most hype shit you'll ever see in your yeah. life. It is. It's definitely I, worthwhile. I've only got one, and um, I just miss playing it. Yeah, it's it's so fun. It's, but um, yeah, then Splatoon Two came out, and I couldn't afford it at the time, so I just sort of missed it. And not many people were on Splatoon One anymore. Yeah, and I was just like, ah, yeah. But it was just such a fun game. It's just, 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 you know, I got couple of you know 20 minutes to kill i'll uh, yeah. just do a couple of games and it's just so fun and it'd be perfect 
for the Switch as well because you could just sort of pick up and play sort of random. If you were in bed, yeah, oh yeah, get a couple of matches in. Yeah, it's it's perfect until it's three in the morning and you and your missus is like, yeah. "Will you go to bed?" Yeah, no. Stop talking about ink, <laughs> babe. You don't understand. I need to fill up my ink right now. Yeah, I got a sploosh everywhere. Okay, I'm almost pristine, rake. <laughs> but the the All one right. thing I will say just quickly on Splatoon as well that I do love is the games aren't coming out yearly. They're not rushing it. They're taking their time. Yeah, they're so the, taking their time. So each game doesn't get a dead player game player base in yeah. a year like i bought one call of duty and i've never bothered to buy another one yeah. because by the time the next one comes out it's like well i can't play it because everyone's moved to the yeah. next one exactly now it's actually taking their time and they actually show that they're caring for it and they're actually releasing it when they actually have new things to release and the things have actually worked on not just here's your yearly installment mm. um so it's good they're actually handling the franchise and when i do get my switch i've gone from if i do to now when yeah <laughs> i've been trying to convince you for up. how many years now because like <laughs> there's nothing to play i'm like dude there's like a list of 100 games you said you wanted but you still won't justify it and now you're like open world pokemon hello <laughs> I, I just i just hate spending money yeah no i'm with you I, i'm the same like i bought my switch i'm like oh, i kind of wish i didn't spend the money and i've yeah. played like don't get me wrong i love it but at the time, I'm like, oh, man, that's a lot of money I spent because I'm not used to yeah. having money. So when I have it, I'm like, holy shit, what am I going to buy? Like, even yeah. when I bought this computer, I'm like, should I have spent that much? No, I shouldn't have, but I love it, you know? Yeah. Like, it's just one of those things. Mm. Uh, yeah. Like, I, I know I'll, once I do buy it, I'll I'll definitely be... I'll probably be playing a, a fuckload more than my PlayStation 4. Oh, guaranteed. I'll be putting in so many hours, especially with a handheld yeah. sort of aspect. And then my girlfriend, who's living with me as well now... You know, she'll be playing the new Mario as an animal cry. Like, it's definitely going to get its, oh, its, its wear out of Mister, it. Mister, I'm in a happy, stable relationship over here. <laughs> Fucking rub it in. I have people who love me. Ooh, Ooh. Love you <laughs> All right. So, All right. Uh, next we had Smash Bros. news. Yeah. So, there's new challenges here. I have no idea who the hell they are. They're probably from Xenoblade Chronicles yeah. 2. I have no idea. So, I just... I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be very, very quick... It's Smash Bros. new characters. It's from Nintendo properties based... Well, not Nintendo specifically. I don't think they own Xenoblade specifically, but they are exclusive to Nintendo consoles. Uh, yeah. You know, they're great. They're going to play good. They're going to be, you know, sword, magic casters, all that stuff. It's going to be straightforward. I Like, more characters is great. I'd like to see some more out-of-the-box characters, but, mm. you know... More is better, you know? Like, I've, I've enjoyed playing a lot of Bayonetta in Smash Bros. when I've been playing, uh, instead yeah. of just always Link, because Link has been my go-to since the original. Uh, you're Link? Yeah, always. Have a guess who I am. Uh, Mario, because he's got that thinning hairline <laughs> and stupid mustache. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm Kirby. Yeah, you would be fucking Kirby. <laughs> hey, let me just jump up and then do ground pound. That's the game. Yeah. Every time I tell someone that, they're like, oh, fuck it, of course you are, you cheap ass. <laughs> yeah, you got to play... You'd be the kind of guy who's like, yeah, no, I'll you know, I'll play a different character. Plays Pikachu just to Thunderbolt everyone the whole fuck time. Oh, it's like, yeah, oh, no. fuck off, you can't. If it works, it works. <laughs> it doesn't, though. If you verse someone who knows what they're doing, you'll never hit them. My One of my best friends here, whenever we play, he always plays Kirby, right? Or he'll play Luigi, because Luigi has, like, this charged headbutt thing. And he has never beat me. <laughs> Not <laughs> once. <laughs> because I knew what I was doing. 
Suddenly, you, you can you can play online. I don't know anything about the Switch because obviously I don't have it, but you can play online. Do you have to pay like a like a PlayStation Plus membership? Yeah, but it's like a shitload cheaper. So it's like for three months, it's like ten bucks. Oh shit! Really? Yeah, and you get access to the NES library and the Super Nintendo library, and I think oh, they're par- awesome. they're thinking of doing the N sixty four library as well, which would be oh, really really fuck. cool. Um, yeah, that's completely worth it. Yeah, it's it's definitely worth it. Like their online servers are not great. Keep that in mind. Yeah. So you might want to get like the attachment dongle thing for the uh, like the dock to like yeah. connect in manually if you want like a more okay. stable connection instead of just Wi Fi. But unless yeah. the other person's doing it, yeah, it doesn't really matter. But it's it's definitely yeah. it's a good value for money. If it goes higher, then it's not worth it, in my opinion. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Next game, a franchise that I just another game franchises have missed out on completely. But I've I'm always interested in it. I'm always mm. looking into it. Um, is Monster Hunter Rise? Now, to me, this game looks fucking fantastic. Um, I'd mm. definitely buy this one as well if I got the Switch. Um, it's just the variety and the challenge that each monster brings and how different they are from every other monster and how you have to go into battle, you know, yeah. and actually strategize and the whole multiplayer aspect of it. Um, the community in this game is huge. Oh, yeah. So, um, um, yeah, I, I can't wait for this game to come out. And I just, I'm just looking at it. I'm like, fuck, this is definitely a game I want to get into to get, you know, team together. It would be amazing. Yeah. The way I put Monster Hunter is it's a glorified puzzle game at the end of the day. Mm. Like, yeah, you're fighting monsters and shit, but if you don't know how to fight that monster, you're just going to lose by default. So you yeah. have to do you have to do research, you have to learn, you have to do trial and error. You can know you can do all these different kinds of builds, character customization. The games are absolutely mental. And I'm not mm. like I have not even really played a crap load. I've probably played like 30, 40 hours of Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate on Wii U. Yeah. That's the one that I have. And that game is amazing, you know, but I've barely touched the surface. I know people who have put hundreds, if not thousands of hours just into four and they still haven't done everything. Yeah, Yeah. it's mental. I know a few streamers who just get in there and they just grind for eight hours a day just to get some material so you can make it into some kind of armor because you're gearing up to fight a particular monster. Yeah, you're you're basically trying to get to the hardest boss in the game yeah, and it's just—it's it's just, a never-ending struggle. It's just mental, and they—they they do support these games really well post-launch as well. So you always yeah. get lots of cool DLC and stuff. It'll be expensive. Don't get me wrong; it'll be like forty-five, fifty bucks for the DLC, but it's literally like a whole new game. But the, yeah, the amount of hours you put in—it's like yeah, fuck yeah, like sign me up. Like, I just think it'd be amazing to get like a team together and just everyone has sort of their different attributes, strengths, weaknesses, and we all you know sort of bounce off each other that way and just coordinate an attack on a monster that'd be so fun yeah I just saw the uh, picture for the Monster Hunter controller that they got the pro controller and it looks pretty oh nice. yeah oh shit it's you can get awesome. like pet dogs and stuff in this one I didn't know you could yeah, do yeah I, like, I knew you could get pets but like I didn't know that much but no, Monster Hunter Rise is also coming to PC that was just announced uh, like late last night slash very early this morning here Oh, is it um, yeah. cross-play? Uh, I assume it will be. Uh, I have, oh, I'll have. i have a quick look at this. Sorry, we're just... PC it is. This is breaking news for us, which will be two weeks late for you guys. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, they're like, it'll come out probably next uh, next year. Yeah, okay. Um, so, yeah, it'll probably be a, like, HD version of the Switch yeah. thing. So, I think it'll be... It'll, it's Again, it's got that, like, shitload of potential and can be something... 
Yeah. Uh, um, looking forward to it. Definitely. Um, another game I'm, I'm really looking forward to. It. it took me by surprise. And just going on with the potential and just the fun element is Mario Golf. Now, when they first announced this, I was kind of like, oh, seriously, another golf game? So I wrote it off, but I kept watching, and it does talk about having new modes. So you have your normal golf shit, like, you know, you're taking into account the different drives, the wind, and how, yeah. you know, the different slopes, and what kind of angle that will set your ball off on, and all that sort of crap. You've got all the Mario returning characters, and you also have the options for motion controls too, which apparently is going to be a lot better, given how much better the motion controls are on the um, on the on the Switch. Yeah, they're they're pretty solid. Like yeah. they're definitely better yeah. than the Wii. They're like they're, they're a lot better mm. at the finer movement overall. They do still have their mm. moments where they spaz out a little bit, so yeah. do keep that in mind if you want to play with that. I've heard that's mostly fixed in the newer release or the new. Uh, model of the of the switch yeah i i personally so, haven't run into any major issues i've had little times where it's a little bit iffy but yeah you know overall it's not not bad i do like the idea yeah. of like this 3d movement around the golf course like mm. just shenanigans you know I yeah think, so i think it's going to make the game a lot more interesting yeah so that's the mode that i'm really it just took me by surprise i'm it's, it's such a basic idea i'm like holy shit how are they taken this long to come up with it it's so basic but for those who don't know um in this mario golf game they introduce a new mode called speed golf mm. where the, basically it's everyone's turn all at once and everyone has to race to get their ball into the hole first so you just have this absolute chaos on the green where mm. everyone is hitting their ball all at the same time i'm pretty sure um you can hit other play or you run into other players balls i'm sure there's like a collision or something yeah um but you also get all these different abilities while you're trying to get your ball to the hole first. So you get all these dashes, these jumps, you get power-ups. Like I think Luigi had like an ice flower and then he's skating along the green so he's running faster than everyone else because he has a power-up. And I'm just like, far out. Like, it's just mental. It looks so much fun. Yeah, the Mario sports series in general, all of them are very good. Like, I mm. haven't played a bad one. I think I played the original Mario Tennis way back in the day. And yes. it's like, it ends up being like this full-on RPG game. And you're like, what the hell? <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, I'm like, why is this so addictive? It's just fucking yeah. tennis, dude. But, mm. like, definitely... I mean, outside of, like, maybe, like, the original golf games on NES, which kind of sucked, you know. Yeah. It's. I think it's just going to be, again, it's going to be one of those party games where you're just going to sit there and have the time of your life. I don't know yeah. if it's going to be the game I'd want to pay 60 to 80 bucks for. But, no, definitely not. But you give it to me for like 40 to 50 bucks, I'll pay that. Yeah, 50 is a little high, but, you know, like mm. if it's on a, like if I want it like relatively close to launch, because I'm like, yeah, that's, yeah. I need that. On, on to the lower end of a full price game, I think would be be reasonable yeah. uh, and you can also get story mode kind of like a career type thing like you see in the 2k games where you can um, put your me character yep. um, and have like a single player campaign um, now this comes out June 25th yeah. um, so again there's, there's a few games coming out for the Switch one game that isn't on the list that I sent you that I completely forgot about I'm not sure if you looked into it mm. um, is Metopia. I've heard of it but I haven't looked into it Basically, it's the what what set me off was when you said RPG. So basically, it's like a it's like an RPG, but for your me's. 
Um, so there's this whole relationship building aspect of it. So you can use your friends me to be characters in kind of your story. Um, there's all these different perks. You can choose choose different classes, um, and there's this whole. It's it's actually surprisingly deep um, with the relationship building aspect. So let's say if you and I got it, I could use your me. <laughs> yeah, you could. Oh, I could even create you in in my universe as well. Go on, but. Depending on how we actually uh, sort of engage with each other, so whether I don't give you food or I give you food that you don't like, or if we don't share the same room together, that can actually impact our relationship. And then, depending on what your power is or my power is, that will impact how we how well we gel in battle. So let's say if I'm a healer. And let's say it's on your switch, and you don't pay any attention to me, you don't give me any food, you don't spend time with me. If you need healing in battle, my character might actually refuse to heal you because we hate each other. I'm sorry, you just sound like a salty ex-girlfriend right now. <laughs> Why do you always ignore me? I'll heal you when I feel like it. But it's uh, like it's things like that. It's, yeah, um, I, it's kind of like it, to... it's kind of giving me like Sims vibe in the yeah, idea kind of, of like yeah. you've got to make the relationships kind of like. But even something like uh, what's the name of it? Fire Emblem. Um, mm. This whole idea of relationships between characters is like yeah. super important to how things work. Mm. But it's yeah, it's, it's it's like that. But it's I, I was just surprised. I'm like, oh yeah, it seems pretty surface level. And this was on the the 3ds. It's kind of like a throwaway kind of game, like yeah. you know, a little thing. But it got a it's really big sort of cult following behind it, and a lot of people are excited about this. And I looked more into it. I'm like, oh my god, like you actually have to pay attention to. To people's favorite, um, you know, favorite food, what they don't like, and if you give them something they don't like, they're not going to be very happy with you. Mm. Um, so there's a lot of things to manage, and then all that impacts how you go in battle. Yeah, definitely. I think it's. I, I think it's one I'll have a look at, maybe mm. like later today or tomorrow. I think it's. Yeah, it sounds pretty interesting. I don't know. Yeah. I, again, I don't know if it's the sort of game I'd pay full price for. Not, but, no, definitely not full price. But it's something I'd, I, I'd look I, into. Yeah, I, I, apparently they're looking at sixty bucks oh. from what I was looking for. That's that's USD, and I was like, Ooh, although nah. although Nintendo pricing is actually pretty fair here. I think it's six uh, like sixty nine ninety five is like mm. what we end up paying. So we don't actually get ripped off on Nintendo games as yeah. much. Like ours is actually based on inflation cheaper. Yeah, um, but yeah, I, I definitely would be paying full price for that one. But one thing that I would be paying full price for. And I know people fucking hate this game. Yeah, and people are fucking stupid, so... Zelda Skyward Sword Remake. Now, uh, as much hate as this is going to get, I absolutely loved this game on the Wii. Mm. I could put up with the motion controls. Yes, it was janky, and it made the game 10 times longer than what it would have been if it just had normal... Controls. You know, controls. You know, using a proper controller. You know, one dungeon took me so much longer because I would wiggle my fucking Wii remote and it wouldn't be responsive and I'd just die or get kicked off a cliff and just to go in and do it again. It was frustrating, but the visuals were amazing. The soundtrack was fantastic. The story was great. Flying on the birds up in the sky. I was like, oh, I loved every minute of it. Just in general. And, like, you got to remember, this was just... Like, this game was the reason they bought out the, uh, like, Wii Motion Plus Mm. Uh, to help with that issue because they knew it was a problem and they would actively try to fix it. So I think when you bought this mm. game originally, 
it came with the Wii Motion Plus stuff, and then that was built into the controllers ever since. Yeah, um, so I know. I, I was using. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I know. I'm pretty sure they're scrapping like basically all the motion controls. Um, I don't think they would want to do a like keep the no, game so actually, motion control because I feel like that's just. It's not going to go well. Um, no, it's actually in this game, they're actually bringing in motion controls. Oh, uh, they're bringing some in. So, when, when I first got the game on the Wii, um, there were certain bosses where um, you'd have to hit an eye, but you have to aim your blade and swipe in a certain direction. Yeah. And that's where it was janky. So, I would be swiping in, that right, you know, in, in the right direction. Um, but the game was registering it as something else. Yeah. With this game... They're actually addressing the hate of the motion controls to say, look, yeah. you know, you can have the motion controls if you want. Obviously, the motion controls in the Switch is better than what it was in the Wii, yeah. given this a couple of generations before. However, if you want to play without motion controls, and obviously this makes sense because when you have it undocked and you're going portable mode, you can't be swinging your shit around really yeah. if you want to play on a train. So, they've given the option to play just with basic controls. Yeah. The only difference is, is I think the right thumbstick is going to be your blade yeah i, so I don't have a problem that. with that i think that'll make the combat yeah. a little more interesting than just mash yeah. a um yeah. and one one thing like when it comes to this game any hate that's the only real complaint i've ever heard they're like the controls are shit it's like yeah they've got their problems the game is phenomenal i don't know why but, but when they when the controls game work just... the game's fantastic the game yeah the game resonated with me so much and i just it, I, I put 80 hours into this game and that was me just walking around, just yeah. enjoying the different spaces, flying around, doing the different side missions. I, I, usually with a Zelda game, you can get it done story-wise in about 20-ish hours, yeah. depending on the game. 15 to 25. Um, yeah. And for anyone who doesn't 18. know Pixel, he's a guy who can only play a game for like 15 hours and he gets bored and he has to go do yeah. something else. So if yeah, a game can drag him in for that much, that usually means it's pretty good in one way or another. Yeah, I loved it. I, I think it's because it kind of reminded me of... Um, that's probably why I liked Our Boy so much is because it kind of had a similar thing where you have the floating islands up in the sky and all that sort of mm. stuff as well. But yeah, I, I love the story. I love the characters um, in this game. It was very quirky. It was very different. You could see that Nintendo were trying to do something different um, to the other Zelda franchises. Yes, it's a little bit more linear, so it's not like Breath of the Wild. So if you are used to that now, um, you are going to have to go back to the linear sort of thing where you have to do dungeons in certain orders and get power-ups. And, oh, hey, that power-up you just got helps defeat the boss in that same dungeon. Like, wowee. But I don't see a problem with that the, because, like, the, I, the problem, I don't either. A lot of a lot of people had problems with Breath of the Wild on the basis of they just had no sense of direction. Yeah. You know, whereas, like, if you're a seasoned Zelda player, you're like, yeah, I know what I'm doing. You know, yeah. like you knew what to, you knew kind of, you know what the core gameplay is. So, like, yeah. even though, yeah, they changed up the systems and everything, the core idea is still the same. Yeah, I don't mind games being linear. It's just that the the story and the actual gameplay need to be good. Yeah, definitely. My biggest complaint with Breath of the Wild is sometimes you're going through the field and there's just nothing there. Yeah, there there like there is a there is a lot sense. of nothing. But if you play on the master mode, that game is a different oh, piece. Yeah, I could imagine. Um, but just just quickly <laughs> talking about games that are getting remastered, there's two that I want to talk about. I uh, forgot to mention one as well. Ninja Gaiden Master Collection. I'm pretty excited for oh, that. Yeah. Uh, old school, you get Ninja Gaiden. Uh, one, two, and three. That was a fun game. Yeah, they. Uh, I'm very, very excited for those. Um, and also, Stubbs the Zombie. Now, for those who don't know Stubbs the Zombie, which a lot of people don't, it was an Xbox exclusive. Yeah. And this is back in the day when exclusive meant fucking exclusive. 
uh, it eventually came to PC and then something was wrong with the licensing and it got stripped from Steam and you can't buy it anymore. If you have a Steam account with it, you can still play it. But getting it to run on modern PCs is like a nightmare. I've been trying. I don't own it. I downloaded it because I'm that asshole. I just tried everything to get it running. Can't get it to work. And then to see, oh yeah, we've got a uh, remake coming out. So it'll run on modern consoles and PC and stuff. Uh, and it's coming out relatively soon. So I'm like, yeah, sweet. Because this game has the art style I want in more games. That 1950s aesthetic. Because every game that has it is a fucking steampunk game. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. Steampunk's cool. You get your Fallout games and that. But I'm like, I just want a proper 1950s aesthetic game. You know, give me like, you know, like Alain Noir, but more Grand Theft Auto gameplay style in that mm. time period. And I'm like, that's my shit. I love the art style. I like the the clothes, the dressing, the speech, all that stuff, because I've played a thousand games that are modern. You know, I've played a thousand Mm. games that are futuristic. I've played a thousand games that are from the medieval times and shit. I've played like two games that are set in the fifties. You know, it's so fucking hard to find a good game from that kind of era. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, I really want more games in that art style. So I'm very excited for it. It's even though it's got zombie in the title, it is very much a comedy game. Uh, it's pretty funny. It's pretty quirky. Some of the some of the jokes fall a bit flat. You know, just being you know kind of aimed at young teens. Um, so I hope they kind of update the humor a little bit, kind of like what they did with. Uh, not not necessarily did, but like something like Destroy All Humans, where the the comedy is a little more edgy. At the end of the day, yeah. I think it would make it a little more funny, uh, given the content. So, yeah, no, it should be good. Um, all right. Well, last sort of announcements then before we wrap up. Yep. Save the biggest ones till last. Yep. Well, we're uh, technically like a minute away from being at time. <laughs> nah, that's all right. <laughs> Welcome to us. Um, so organized. <laughs> um, yeah, Pokemon. Now, this, as we we're saying at the start, this. Uh, actually, wait. I'll save the biggest one to last. Okay. Right. Be a bit of a tease. Okay. I want to point out one thing before you start, real quick. Yeah. My favorite band, Sonata Arctica, and Pokemon turned 25 within like three days of each other. They've both been around the same amount of time, and that just blew my mind. I'm like, holy shit. We're, we're old. Yeah, I'm like, I just love shit from 1996, <laughs> apparently. Like, goddamn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so Pokemon, outside this Nintendo Direct, had like a Pokemon Presents type thing. Um, and they had a quick rundown of, you know, basically the history of Pokemon over the last 25 years. Mm. Um, it took us through all the different consoles, the handhelds. And it was just a massive nostalgia trip. You know, you had the, the trading wires. You had all the different attachments and all that sort of stuff. So, mm. it really, really relied on just hitting you in, in your nostalgia. It was... it was uh, I, I love seeing it. Yeah. Like, if you want to play on my nostalgia just go 100% on it yeah and this is what this trailer did I was yeah. like holy I, shit I mean amazing. name a franchise that is more nostalgic than Pokemon itself no you can't like yeah. the only thing I could think no, of is arguably kind of maybe Star Wars but yeah it's not Star Wars ain't beating it I, I'd say Zelda but still not even close no, Poke- to, to Pokemon. Pokemon is the highest selling franchise yeah. of anything ever by yeah. such a ridiculous yeah. margin 
there, there's no nothing. way it can't be nostalgic, at least for someone. Mm. It doesn't matter when you were born, really. Like, as long as you were born, like, probably from the 70s onwards, there's a fair yeah. chance you fucking played Pokemon, and exactly. even if you've been born in the 2000s, you've played Pokemon. Yeah. Like, they've just been around way too long. Hmm. So they came out after the nostalgia nostalgia hit um, with Gen Four remakes. Now I never played Diamond and Pearl, but with this one they have, uh, I guess, essentially remade it, um, yeah. and they've called it Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. I wasn't a big fan of the Arsol f- at first, but then it really grew. It again, yeah, it's, the models it's, are a bit strange. Let's grown. be real, <laughs> like they're, it's, they're, it's, it's the hands. Yeah, the hands are massive. Yeah, it's. It, they went more stylistic with it, and as someone yeah. who is a big fan of Gen 4, um, it's not my favourite. I still think Gen 2 and 3 are probably my absolute favourites, um, especially 3. Like I think Ruby, Sapphire, and Emerald are just fantastic. But mm. Gen 4, to be the first, um, let's kind of have 3D models in the game, like going into the DS, I'm like... Yeah, it's pretty solid. I very much enjoyed yeah. it. I did the whole Pokedex, everything. Uh, did, like, all the Battle Tower stuff. I absolutely loved the shit out of that game. I played it mm. so much that the in-game clock reset, I'm pretty sure. Um, <laughs> because it's like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, because I just did everything. and I, Even after I was done, I just kept doing the same thing. I wasn't playing competitive or anything like that. I just loved it. So... I'd like to see... What I'd like to see is uh, how the pace of the game is going to go. Because Gen 4 is a bit slow. I'll be honest. Yeah. It's a, it is a little slow. So I'd like to see the pace of the game kind of be improved in general. Mm. Um, and also, I think, more endgame content. Because there wasn't a crap ton of endgame for Gen 4. You know, yeah. when you compare it to, like, Gen 3 and stuff like that. It just didn't quite have as much to it but mm. because it did have more Pokemon. So that's why I had that little rant earlier about the National Games, yeah. which is why I will tell so, anyone who complains about it to go fuck themselves. <laughs> so so I, I, I jumped out um, Pokemon um, basically at Gen 3. Yeah. I was like, ah, oh, this is getting a bit much. I didn't really have time to play it. and uh, I, pr- I probably did, but I just probably couldn't afford it at the time. I was like, oh, yeah, it's, it's kind of whatever now. Yeah, it's, um, look, at some point, you stop playing. Like I didn't stop playing Pokemon yeah. until... Probably Pokemon Y, and even then, yeah. like I skipped Black and White, and yeah. I kind of regret doing that. So I am going back to play them eventually. Yeah. But like, yes, I missed four, uh, Black White, and pretty much everything outside of that. And I got into Sun and Moon when the remakes came out. And, yeah, um, you know that, that's sort of where, I, and then I got into Ruby as well when that remake came out, and I yeah. really, really enjoyed that. Um, and then obviously, yeah. the it, it, when I do get my Switch, this is a game I'm definitely going to be getting because, again, putting it into handheld mode is just fucking perfect. Yeah, and, you know, it's Pokemon. So, and all the remakes they've done, like, every single one has been good. They've they've, been great, they've only yeah. ever made them better. So, yeah, because, like, what's the worst they do? They remake the game we already like. So, yeah. you know, they can only really make it better. It doesn't mean they can't mm. mess it up, but... Look, Game Freak, yeah, they dropped the ball a bit on Sword and Shield with certain aspects. Let's be real. They did. But I'm pretty sure it's another company doing the remakes because I'm pretty Mm. sure Game Freak are doing the uh, bigger announcement. 
Um, yeah. Which kind of makes Sword and Shield feel more like a beta for that game when you think about it. Yeah. Which... Uh, it it kind of does. It's like, oh, yeah, let's get a bit of feedback. Yeah, yeah see, okay, see cool. what works, see what we can pull off, <laughs> yeah. what we can make happen. And yeah. they're like, hey, you know they managed to make fucking, you know, Breath of the Wild on this thing. Oh, yeah, let's yeah. do that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so... Look, the uh, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl will be coming out late 2021. And before we do get into the big boy announcement, apparently for uh, the remakes of Diamond and Pearl, people were freaking out that we saw the early concepts of the Pokeball, which apparently Professor Oak used as a teenager or something like that. I don't know. I'd be interested if they actually (laughs) dive a bit more into the actual lore of Pokemon. Yeah. Because it's one thing that I, I... Again, I think the big boy one, which we're hinting at because we want you to keep listening. Uh, <laughs> the reason why that is so fascinating is because that looks like it's going to give us some actual real background into like, okay, this is how this shit really works. Because if you don't... Like, mm. if you haven't really played Pokemon other than just the games and the store, Like, just played the campaigns and been like, yep, that's it. And you haven't looked into it at all. You have no idea what the hell's going on like mm, exactly why why did they say like in pokemon yellow oh this is the only uh, continent with pokemon on it and then all of a sudden there's another continent yeah. and then there's another one and another one and another one and yeah. it's like okay how the hell does this all connect you know at a certain point it's like how big is this planet that we're living on in this game because this is getting ridiculous <laughs> you know <laughs> there's so much <laughs> landmass. yeah all right before we get into the big boy one don't forget to like the uh like the, like the uh, yeah, get Give get on rating. the uh, Patreon, get on Twitter, All right. get in Discord, Pokemon, uh, OnlyFans, forward slash Carlic, Pokemon Arceus, is it Arceus? It is Arceus. I it? think it's Arceus. And yeah, there's going to be some dudes going to come in and be like, "Well, actually, well, shut yeah, the fuck up, Arceus. Man, get the fuck out of here." Um, this is the game that everyone has been fighting for has been bitching for, has been wanting, has been praying to whoever you believe in, and it's finally here. Yeah, since since Gen 1, people have been wanting this, okay? (laughs) And people go, oh, we didn't have games like this back then. No, we had, like, Final Fantasy VII and shit back then, dude. We have been wanting a game of this magnitude in Pokemon forever. And Sword and Shield was the closest we got to it, which is why I enjoyed Sword and Shield. Yeah, um, I didn't like so, the bug shiny thing because if you remember, I spent 120 mm. hours getting a shiny Wooloo, uh, which I then later named not <laughs> worth it. <laughs> because, like I loved it, you know, but like 120 hours for one shiny, I was pissed. Yeah. So at this direct, I think they also released a few images of Pokemon Snap. Now, when uh, I watch a lot of people. Uh, I guess make reaction videos on this thing so when they showed off Pokemon Snap you see Pokemon in the wild and all that stuff and most people are like why can't I get a game where it's like this but I'm walking through and you just see Pokemon in the wild yeah and that's why Sword and Shield and Pokemon uh, Let's Go Pikachu and that was so cool because it's like Mm. and they were to scale so if you saw like a fucking Onyx you're like yeah, fuck that. And you're you're like, I'm out. You know? (laughs) That's a big bitch. (laughs) That's a huge bitch. No big mummy milkers, though. Uh, (laughs) Still waiting on Resi. Still waiting. (laughs) (laughs) But people were watching that uh, Snap trailer, and they were just, every single time, was like, why can't I get a game where they're just out in the field and I can run around with the field? And then they come out with Pokemon Arceus. So, 
it looks to be and pretty much confirmed to be an open world Pokemon game where the trailer was a little bit janky. Obviously, the game is still in its sort of earlier stages, but you can throw a Pokeball at a Pokemon in the wild and it can be caught in the Pokeball. You can still enter into turn-based battles as well, yeah. but the camera sort of like sort of cycles around um, sort of everyone involved in the battle, so it still has that, you know, because I, I was thinking that same thing too. I'm like, well, if you're just going to be throwing Pokeballs at each other, like, how's the fighting going to work? It still has yeah. that turn-based fighting, but everything is just updated and it's this huge, just beautiful Breath of the Wild-inspired environment that you could just run around in. Apparently... There's a village that kind of acts as your hub at the start of the game, which I'm thinking is going to be like, um, you know, where you do all your upgrades. If you get any any kind of like different abilities or upgrades to bags or anything mm. like that, it's just somewhere where you can go back to a retreat, rest up, and all that sort of stuff. Um, kind of like a pit stop kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, I'd like to see them what bring I'm back re- the uh, like the secret base thing from like Gen Three. Yeah, like yeah. have like you can like, you know deck out your own little house because you could do that in Breath of the Wild, you know, yeah. stuff like that. I think. Add in a lot of those little features we've been that we've had that they've taken away as well. Yeah. I think would just make like because then it's like oh I've got a lot of downtime where it's like hey this Pokemon that I need doesn't show up until this time of day, yeah. so let me just you know work on my house or something. I think mm-hmm. I think it'd be really cool. I want to ask you something as well. I'm just kind of thinking like I'm I'm of two minds mm. because it is an open world game. I'm thinking fucking fantastic, you know, it could be like Breath of the Wild where it could be a completely single-player campaign mm. um, and just have them really focus on that. I just thought, how cool would it be to walk out of your village, to walk out of your house and have, you know, a few other people on your server fucking flying overhead on a bloody Charizard or something. So basically you want the system they had in Pokemon Sword and Shield. So this is why I hated people who were like just shitting on that game, right? Because it did a lot of really, really cool things. Mm. So to see someone just riding their bike past you while you're sitting there doing stuff, it's like, holy shit, that's cool. Yes, it wasn't implemented perfectly, but the concept is there and we know they can do it. And I love the idea of it being like that. And then like, I'd also like to see maybe like, kind of like, in a sense, migration. Uh, I say that with Mm. quotation marks. Of like say in January on the Australian servers you can get these Pokemon these Pokemon these Pokemon and then in February that rotation changes and then it's another change yeah. that way you could have something like the national decks without overloading a player's individual game and then yeah. it also encourages using the trade system because one thing the trade system in Sword and Shield was fantastic it was great you'd go on there and you would just trade stuff to get international Pokemon which you could then use to get your shinies and stuff like that yeah. So, so they kind of do that on Pokemon Go at the moment. Um, in Australia, they have a lot of Kangaskhan and lots of stuff. Yeah. Bloody racist. But, you know, in Europe, it's like Mr. Mime or something else that we don't really get down here. So that's obviously forces people to connect with other people all across the world. Yeah. And I think that will be fantastic to do that and just, you know, having other players in your tangible world. Like, I just, just imagine running down like a lake or a body of water and you see someone just get on their Gyarados and just swim away yeah like it'd be it'd be crazy and i i, can't I hope they get like they keep getting rid of the hm system like they have because yeah. like they were cool moves but you know something that you were forced to have to have on you especially mm. when you're trying to go through at low levels and stuff it's a nightmare yeah. so i think as long as they take like the good from sword and shield improve yeah. refine and then do it well 
Hmm. Like this could be easily like Breath of the Wild, one of the greatest games ever made. Ever, yeah. It it, it literally be massive, and you pair this up with a Switch console release. Yeah. Like for people like me who are just waiting for a reason to buy a game, like you partner this up and you do like a bundle sale. Yeah. Far out. Do custom plates, custom controllers. This you can make so much money off it. It's gonna be huge, and if they implement it well, where you have, I, 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 I like good single player experiences. But when it's a Pokemon world, it's shared by thousands of other players, yeah. you know, and and they know that because they have even like you know the Wonder Trade system and all that yeah. stuff going back a little bit. They know people want to communicate with others in the game. You don't necessarily have to have voice chat. I know Nintendo hate that. Yeah, but. Just being able to go through a setting and you know seeing other tangible players in your field or yeah. in your server, it's just going to make the experience so much better. Let's be real. Pokemon, even though it was a single player game, ninety nine percent of the time when we were kids, you were never playing that on your own. You were talking to friends no. about it in the schoolyard. Oh yeah, I did this, yeah. this, this, and this. And how do you beat this type of Pokemon? And that like it's always been a very communal game. At the end of the yeah. day. And it's probably, like, the only single-player game I can think of that is that communal. Um, mm, where exactly. everyone's like, hey, yeah, if you try this strategy with this, this could work. And if you want a really stupid one, you can get, like, a Rattata at level 1 and then put a, a Focus Slash on yeah. it, teach a Quick Attack and uh, Endeavor, known as the Fear Strat. And what it'll do mm. is you get attacked, it lowers your health to 1, then because of the uh, endeavor that lowers your opponent's health to one, you use quick attack and you win. No matter what level they are, you mm. win with a level one retarder. You know, yeah. like shit like that. It's like, damn, I never would have fucking thought of that, you know? Yeah. But I hear about that because, you know, you see people doing challenges and fun stuff like that. And you're like, yeah, yeah like thousands upon thousands of people, if not millions, still play this game like every day. Yeah. You know? I, I, I kind of think of a, a single player game that has such an integrated community where you can actually, I guess, communicate and exchange things with each other on that one particular game. Usually when it's a single-player game, it's like, cool, it's a single-player game, you might talk about it or we might review it, but in these single-player games, you can reach out to other people in this game. And I I, I think what helps is the gameplay is so simple. Let's be real. For an RPG, it is very simple. It's not complex. Mm. It's not like Final Fantasy VIII where you can micromanage every individual different stat. You know, yeah. this is, okay, if you want to do the IV training, EV training shit, this is how you do it. If you want to do this, this is how you do it. That's the complex stuff. And even that mm. is still kind of simple. It's just a bit of RNG, like a bit of luck. Um, but in general, like, if you want to play and you want to beat, like, you know, the Elite Four or whatever, you can just pick it up and play. You know, like, yeah. you'll figure it out as you go. There's nothing too hard about it. Like, I, yeah, I still can... maintain Gen 1's the hardest, and that's because you couldn't rebattle trainers to level up. So if you yeah. were under-leveled, you were just in for a freaking hell of a time of losing yeah. until you could finally win. So, yeah, it can be as complicated or as simple as you want. Yeah. And I guess that's the beauty. And, and it really does feel like they've sort of refined Pokemon. They've They've struck that balance they really know what they're doing now they're really looking and clearly they're listening to the community um and and their feedback so again i I just can't wait for this this one's coming out sometime in 2022 Uh, and this is a game i don't believe it'll be 2022 i think it'll be 2023 
I'll be honest. Like given yeah. given the scope of this game, it's going to get the Breath of the Wild. We're going to probably end up delaying it a couple times. I, I, I was going to say as well that just I, I just I don't care. Yeah. If they take their time on this one, like this is massive. And yeah. If this fails, it's going to flop hard. Yeah. But if you do it right, it's gaming history. Yeah. What I what I'd like what I'd be interested in because if it comes out, say it doesn't come out next uh, next year as planned, which honestly I doubt, is I think by twenty twenty three we're probably going to get the announcement of the next Nintendo console. Um, yeah. A lot of people are like, oh, we're going to get Switch Pro. I know people have been wanting it. They've been they've been saying it's going to happen since the damn thing launched. If it hasn't happened yet, in any official capacity, chances are it's not going to fucking happen. Like I just don't see it happening. I'm happy to be proven wrong. I just yeah, we haven't seen anything to do with it. Like oh, but rumors and rumors. Nintendo is the company that has more rumors about it than any other company in existence. You know, mm. every time something like a direct comes up, oh, I heard this is going to happen because everyone everyone's got that kid who's like their uncle works at Nintendo or some stupid <laughs> shit, you know? Like, there's a reason that's a meme. Because, you know, yeah. let's be real. If you think Nintendo's doing something, they ain't doing it. Nintendo tells yeah. you what they are doing. It's very yeah. rare they sneak something like this, like, at this level, and just go, hey, yeah, we're making a giant open-world Pokemon game. Have fun. Because they'll yeah. do it, but they'll do it for one big release each year. They did yeah. it with Breath of the Wild, and, and they've already said it's yeah. for the Switch and that. Yeah. Bit, so, like, I, I was concerned. Like, if I if I buy this this Switch and this game comes out on the next console, I'm gonna be like, fuckers, you know, got my money and I don't get the game that I want. But they've announced it's for the Switch, yeah. so at least at least a version will come out on. the Yeah, Switch. I see it being out on the Switch. Worst case to me as a consumer would be they go, okay, we're releasing, you know, the Switch Two Electric Boogaloo in fucking 2023 or 2024 <laughs> and people are like oh okay sweet new console which is basically the same one but just better because i don't really want them to change the formula too much because i love what they've done i think yeah. i think it's like the ultimate console at the end of the day i think having it be a more power when it's docked or something of that nature would be cooler so maybe even mm. just revolutionize the dock that makes the switch itself more powerful um yeah but at the end of the day, it's like, okay, say we're releasing in 2023, we might delay the game to be a launch title with that console as well and do like what we did with Breath of the Wild. You know, mm. give people a reason to buy the new console. Because otherwise, it's like, what's the point of buying a new console if there's like three games for it? You know? Yeah. And they're all like 15 hour games. It's like, yeah, that's great. Now I've got nothing to do for like two years until something gets released. So, <laughs> you know, I, I, I do see there being a new Nintendo console probably in about two, three years from now. Um, just given the time time frame, Nintendo doesn't tend to sit on a console for very long. Uh, they tend to want to innovate a lot because they don't want their product getting stale. So, mm. I mean, just look in history. Like, I think SNES or NES is like the longest lasting console, maybe the Wii, in terms of like just how long they made it and sold it for. Uh, but like, you know. The Wii didn't even stick around a hell of a long time, you know. That came out no. post PS3, and then the Wii U was out before the PS4. You know, like yeah. it's just they don't like Nintendo. Just doesn't sit on a console for too long. The Switch, I see, being the one they sit on for a long time because they're like, yeah, we're not doing handhelds anymore. We're doing like this hybrid because it works. Yeah. So just how successful it was. Yeah. So. Like yeah. you've got arguably the best-selling console of you know, the last five years in terms of just 
straight up one to one numbers because you got to exclude like PS4 yeah. all the years before it and all that. Like PS4, yeah, probably will at the end of the day outsell the Switch because people still have that stigma of Nintendo being for kids. Uh, yeah. But when you realize what you've got, it's like, yeah, Nintendo, let's be real, in terms of consoles, the Wii U is a great console. It was a lot of fun. It just didn't have any games for it. The Switch, fantastic console. A lot of great games. It's like PS4. It's like, yeah, there's a fair few great games, but they're all the first-party games. Same with Nintendo. Yeah. And then you go to Xbox, it's like, it's looking a bit rough. Let's be real. They don't really have jack shit. <laughs> so, you know, and they're yeah. like, oh, but we got Halo. It's like, dude, have you played Halo recently? Yeah. It doesn't It yeah. doesn't play that great anymore. It's a good you game. You've been crapping on about Halo for fucking years now. It's like, it's, it's kind of, it's you know, it's dated. It doesn't play like yeah. a modern shooter. The reason why I love Doom so much, like original Doom, that shit still plays like a goddamn shooter. You know, Halo, yeah. it's, yeah, it's a shooter at the end of the day, but like, it's just, it just doesn't feel modern. You know, it feels like it was yeah. just in that awkward phase of, it's good, but it's not great. You know? Mm. Yeah. So that's enough for me pissing and moaning. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think we'll, um, we'll leave it there. Um, again, I just... Comparing the the play state or state of play whatever it was to this um, Nintendo, Direct. Nintendo Direct and the Pokemon announcements, holy shit, so much better! And it's actually convinced me to go out and buy yeah. a Switch. Yeah, definitely. So I'd, I'm, I'd I'm say keep sales, an eye so. out, um, even because as you said yeah. with the Monster Hunter Rise, they're doing like special uh, releases for that as well. Yeah. So I'd have a look if you like crazy. those, and or even wait for the yeah. Pokemon ones because you'll probably still be able to get the Monster Hunter ones. Um, mm. But yeah. So yeah, and if if you did make it this far, guys, um, would appreciate a like. Um, and also, we apologise. Uh, <laughs> I think you should go see a therapist um, if you stuck around with us for like two hours. <laughs> uh, but yeah, all, all the social links for myself and Carl like, are in the description below. Um, yeah, don't forget to follow the uh, the podcast for weekly releases. There is one topic I do want to discuss on another podcast, and that is, I guess. The future of consoles versus handheld devices. I think that will be an interesting discussion. That's going to be a big discussion. Um, yeah, so I definitely, I think I'll, we might record something about that and release it next week. Ooh. So, um, ooh, ooh, a bit of a taste. Get on that uh, Patreon. <laughs> but uh, yeah, if you guys do want to get these episodes early, they do release about a week early on Patreon as well. So, link to that is in the description. Uh, but, Carly, thank you so much for joining us again. No worries. Um, yeah, anything else you want to add, or that's about it? Uh, again, I want to reiterate if you complain about National Dex, I will fucking shank you. So, thank you. Thank you. Well, heard it here first. <laughs> Thanks for coming to my TED talk. Yeah. All right. Take care, guys. Stay safe out there, and we'll catch you in next week's episode.